You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships, and identity. So, so, so scandalous. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin 9.7, the sexiest show in town. It's a bit of a cold one tonight, so I hope you're snuggling up with someone special. Um... Uh, we'll we'll go around we'll go around the table to say who's on the show tonight. My name is Stefan. I'm a 23 year old cisgendered male, who's who's straight and is currently in a relationship. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm 22 years old. I'm classify myself as bisexual. I'm in a relationship with my boyfriend, and I'm a cisgendered female. I'm Emirate. I'm 24. I'm the oldest on today. I always feel like I'm I'm like one of the people who's been on Naughty Rude a couple of times, so it's like, I'm the oldest, I'm getting old. Nah, jokes, people. <laughs> still under 25, still on scene. I'm a cisgendered woman. I am bisexual, just like Katie, which is super exciting. Ooh. We like, never, ever have two bisexual people. Oh, on really? Shows. It's like, yes. Super excitable. I'm so <laughs> excited about it. We have an amazing show coming up tonight as well. We certainly do. We've so uh, a bunch of. Uh, we're going to discuss some news stories and also got some sexy music, as always. So whoever you're snuggling up against tonight, <laughs> well, you'll get even sexier. Um, yeah, well, it's actually my first show today, guys. Um, mm. Welcome, welcome, to Katie. Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first song we've got up is it's called Veins. Um, it's one of my favourite tunes at the moment. Um, it's a very. It's a song about a breakup. It's a bit sad, but it's also very emotional too. So take a listen. You're listening to Naughty Root. That was uh, Leo with Veins, um, pretty emotional tune. Uh, it's about falling in love with your ex. I'm pretty sure that's my interpretation of it. Um, you're on the Naughty Rude Show on Sin 90.7, and now we're going to be talking about some Tumblr questions that we've got on uh, the Naughty Rude Show forward slash ask. If you want to ask us any questions, feel free to do so so we can answer them. Absolutely. Speaking of exes, relevant to our very first question. Great. So, anonymous has asked us. They say, my best friend told me that she's seeing my ex... Well, my best friend <gasps> is seeing my ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh dear. <sighs> really sucks. Not happy about it, but she really cares about her friend. She's really hurt about the situation. She's not sure how to deal with it. What do we think, guys? Oh. You know what? There's um, a lot of you know factors and something like this. You know, It depends on if the, the, the breakup between these two people at first was you know really ugly or was it... Um, you know, kind of, kind of mutual, or you know, was it a long time ago? Because you know, m- might still have feelings for each other. And well, the question, the questioner said that they were best friends. So um, yes, it's a very best friend. Which yeah, clearly the best friend obviously has known the boyfriend whilst yeah. being yeah. in a relationship with her friend. So I wonder if they. Like, was it a confrontational conversation? Like, have they already started dating? Is that what you just said? It seems like it. So it, says it wasn't that like she's a- already that she's seeing. Right, so it wasn't like an asking permission. No. Hmm. No. Um, That's interesting. Um, I believe that if you have that sort of strong friendship, there's like nobody can really get in the way. I think it's important to have a mutual kind of understanding, maybe boundaries, maybe like, you know, not overdoing the affection in front of the other one or um, being respectful to each other, I guess. Yeah. For me, like if I had someone constantly mentioning the relationship to me, that would really annoy me. And I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And that would then cause tension. So for me, I'd, I'd probably, one of my boundaries, um, and you might choose this as well, is to not discuss it at first with yes. each other and have that space because you've got to come to terms with it and so does your best friend as well. So take that time and get to 
move into that whole situation. Yeah, I guess and, it's being mindful. Yeah, exactly. Just think about how you feel about it and make sure that you're honest with your best friend as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, best friends are really important. So it's, I think it's important that you obviously try your hardest to make sure that the friendship um, stays intact. Um, you know, maybe if, if you need some, you know, just like the relationship, maybe some time away from the friend for a while, maybe you c- could consider doing that. But, um, yeah, in, in the end, uh, it's, like I said, it's like other factors in play, like how, how, long, how long ago mm. was it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're upset about it, as long as your friend's keeping your... And, like, your ex is keeping your feelings in mind, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a sucky situation. And, and so. I think your your friend would understand it's a sucky situation yeah. as well. Like, they're telling you because they want to be honest with you mm-hmm. and open. And they've probably waited till it's got to a point where they're like, okay, yeah, we will be dating. Because, obviously, you don't want to be fooling around with that person as yeah. well. And then they find out and it's like, oh, my God, that's awful. So they've... They're, at a place where they can say, yes, we are in this relationship and we're wanting to be honest with you and tell you that's the case. So you obviously, you need to mutually both be honest with each other and they've started by doing that. So best thing to do is to say, hey, yeah, I think this is shitty. These are my thoughts Mm, on it. And I think also with every breakup, there are negatives about that person that you start thinking about and you start ruminating on those negatives and you, you don't really need to tell your best friend about them. Yeah. You need to keep that to yourself. And yeah. that just ends up ruining their relationship and your relationship in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we answer another question? Yes. Thank you, uh, Oscar, for that question. Yes. yes. Thank hope, you for sending your questions. That, that goes to everyone that um, yeah. sends us questions or comments. We really it. appreciate it. And if you want to send in some clarity as well and define it a little bit more for us and we can give a bit more advice, that's cool too. Uh, Our next question says, and it's a very uncomfortable situation, this one, but they keep hearing their housemate having sex with the person (laughs) they are dating. They don't like it. I don't think anyone. Like I don't think, I don't think anyone would find that particularly in, in, <laughs> interesting. Uh, and a turn on. What should I do about it? You know, that'd be. I th- this is one of those things where the first time it's like funny. You and your friends probably laugh about it. Ah, then you see them in the morning. Ah, this is what you. But then yeah. after a while, just like. Hmm. You could make your own sex noises back yeah. at them to <laughs> yeah, sort of could. kill the mood. That would be a good way to do it. Maybe bang some pots and pans around, make it really obvious when you can hear them. Um, <laughs> other than that, probably having a mature conversation and just like asking them to n- not or mm. maybe yeah, mm. be maybe mindful. Tell them to um, maybe turn the music up as well. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're listening to the show while they're doing it, tell them to definitely turn it up. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Great. Crank it. Yeah, crank it up. <laughs> Need to hear all of our amazing advice. Yeah. yeah. The music. Doing it. Although, what about what about things like, you know, the thumping? Because it doesn't matter how much you turn the music up, you might, you know, feel the thumping. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh true. They have a particularly squeaky bed um, oh or couch God. or whatever they have in the coffee table or whatever. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, clearly that would be an issue. Yeah. It's sort of hard, though, I guess, if you're living in a share house or even if you live with your parents like I do, choosing the right time to be having this... Uh, special moment between each other is sort of hard, especially mm. when there's people home all the time. So I guess, I don't know, get creative with it. Maybe yeah, be creative. You know, go somewhere outside the home, be a bit uh, more adventurous mm. and tell your roommate to do that. Yeah, so if obviously you know, know your roommate's schedules as yeah. well. Know a time when they're <laughs> yeah. going to be away, when they're, when, they're, when, they're, when they're working or that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, or maybe or 
you know, when when they're busy doing other stuff, might be a good time for you to give it a crack. Yeah, if it's date night, you know, maybe go out, see a movie or something. Yeah. In that period of time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can find your way to work around it. Yeah. Or, like, as we were saying with the joking, uh, you can always just pretend to have a conversation when after you, they hear them finish, it's usually pretty obvious, uh, and there's that quiet moment just really loudly. Be like, yeah, I can hear them having sex all the time. It's really loud. Oh, it's really uncomfortable. Blah, blah, blah. That way you're kind of saying it and it's actually them overhearing you. Yeah, exactly. It's, a bit in, it's a indirect if you don't like yeah. confrontation. Great way to do it. Passive yeah. aggressive. And they're going to be like, oh my God, they're going to be embarrassed. So. But also you can just try being a little bit quieter. So... When um, when you give each other a good spanking, maybe maybe not make it such a good spanking. Just do do a little softer, so it doesn't create like a big clap sound. You know what I mean? Oh or or don't sound like you're in a don't sound like um you just finished uh, watching porn up or something. You know, just just don't scream as much. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can make do it that. a bit more yeah. less obvious. Gags exist for a reason, and uh, you know they keep things quiet and everyone's happy. Exactly, you know. Especially the people having sex. So you know. <laughs> you know, you know, like when you when you're watching porn and then your parents come home, and then you turn the sound off. You know, you could you could you can find ways to make it. I have headphones, so yeah, yeah. Just, not have real headphones. surround sound with it. <laughs> yeah. They put their speakers all in yeah. their room, like just waiting for yeah. their parents to be gone. Because you don't want your parents or your other family members to hear no, you watching porn. Not. So you can you can find ways to make things just a bit more quiet. Mm. Or, or go around it. Yeah, there's lots of ways. Think outside Just the box. Maybe write them a list. Yeah. Ways you could improve. <laughs> yeah. Put it on their door. Put that under their door. Yeah. <laughs> we have so many things you could do. Uh, okay, we've got another question. Oh, so many questions. It's so exciting. How often should you have an STD check? I think we're going to say, how often should you have an STD? And I'm like, never. <laughs> never. Hopefully. <laughs> um, I'd say every, um, I mean, I'm really, I'm not a doctor, but I mean, every few months or so, every time you're having a sexual in- intercourse with someone who is new, maybe you don't know their sexual past, it's always good to be safe. And especially asking your new sexual partners if they mm. do have any STDs, give them that. Because then if they lie, eh, 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 then you know. Because if you have an STD, you really should be telling the the person oh, 100%. because you know if, if it was the other way you would want to know mm-hmm. if they were um i think the this also also depends on the person you know if if you're on a dry spell then you don't really need one but um if you if, can get herpes from a towel well that's true actually yes it depends on what you've been doing because also there's apparently i heard this uh, i heard this recently that apparently herpes i'm not a doctor by the way yeah. but this is what i heard saying that um, herpes can still spread um, even if you wear a condom. Like, but a condom only oh reduces God. the risk by about fifty percent. So instead of like ninety eight percent, it's about fifty percent. So if and if if you're sexually active, like you sleep with like a lot of people, um, you know nothing wrong with that. Have at it if that's what you do. But um, you know consider get, you might you would probably need to check more than someone who's you know in a mm. relationship with one person. Um, because you know you never know. Because sometimes symptoms don't appear. You never know when you're um, clean or not. So you know you should get a you get a check mm. when you think. But definitely have a check. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think every couple of months is is a good one. Mm. I think especially if you're involving in risky sexual behaviour. Yes. Um, unprotected sex. Really, you should be getting one pretty much immediately um, to make sure that, especially if it's someone you don't know, and it's a once-off, and you're like, oh yeah, we'll just go with it, and you can really regret those experiences, so you need to make sure that you're keeping yourself safe. 
And I will, um, in solidarity to our listeners, I pledge to go get one very yeah, soon. Yeah. So, that's a good idea. And we will read the results on it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, but that's, that might be a good idea, actually. Or maybe not. I, I might regret saying that. Yes. But, um, <laughs> so if you, if you listeners haven't had one in a while, go do that. Yes. Um, now, next up, a very sexy song. It's Two Bodies by Fly Facilities featuring Emma Louise. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin 90.7. So here we are. We're going to be talking about. I got this. Uh, Stefan <laughs> here, and Amrit is here as well. Thank you, Katie. Um, now, uh, before before we go on, we're going to be talking about uh, sexual assault this segment. So, if uh, if this makes you feel uncomfortable, um, you may consider calling the one eight hundred Respect uh, Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault Helpline. There's also a lifeline at one three one 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 four. So this is um, we're going to talk about a new story that kind of emerged this week. Um, a teenager who's, you know, um, not technically a teenager, he's, he's 19 years old, but uh, at his 18th uh, birthday party, someone organised to bring a stripper um, to celebrate. And what happened was, um, according to the news article, is uh, while he was bored, I think, waiting for her to prepare, uh, she, he basically slapped her really hard on the, butter, on the buttocks. And uh, she... You know, obviously wasn't very happy with it. She basically said, "Keep your hands to yourself." But what's happened now is, he's um, the the man in question has been charged with uh, sexual assault. Um, you know, which is obviously terrible. He's gotten a, a good behavior good behavior bond because the judge believed he didn't have any malicious intent. Um, so it's I guess it this is all we're talking about the fine line between I guess some um, you know sex work and. Uh, um, consent and all that kind of stuff. Um, now, what, what do you guys think? Obviously, I'm thinking, you know, because she's a stripper, she's creating a performance. So, you know, she's obviously she's entitled to be treated right because this is her workplace. Like, you wouldn't go into some random office and, you know, slap someone at the bottom because, you know, because um, this person doesn't even know this person because there are boundaries, right? Yeah, um, I think the with stripping, yeah, it is a performance. Mm. You, uh, that's what I was going to say. It's not like he'd go up to the DJ at a party and slap the DJ on yes. the butt. Um, I think that that's, it's where that sort of that consent thing comes into play because people think that stripping and like you know just because they think it's a sexy thing that it's sort of. It brings up that issue about the woman sort of being... She becomes all of a sudden his property and Mm. not, you know, a human being, which I disagree with. I like to see that the matter has been taken seriously. I think that he probably didn't deserve to get charged with anything too um, dramatic. But, yeah, it's it's a good point to bring up. And I I think that other it's a good lesson to be learned for other people as well. Definitely, definitely. I'm glad that the judge took it seriously as well. I definitely agree. I don't think there was any malicious intent. Mm. Um, Kids don't know what they're doing half the time and they don't necessarily think things through especially when you're intoxicated you don't think things through yeah yeah so. he was intoxicated as well um it's so. his 18th it's going crazy yeah um. so you've got to be obviously you've got to be careful with um what you're consuming um obviously it's his fault because he made decision to um to to drink and um I was just thinking, like, uh, story time for me. Um, believe it or not, I've only been to a strip club once, and that was, like, four years ago. Mm. But at the strip club, um, the lap dancer, um, the lap dancer that I got, uh, she, um, you know, basically she explained, you know, so-called rules before um, she started. So even then, like, even, she sits on your lap, but there's no other real touching involved, and she asked me to put my hands on the seat, which obviously indicates, you know, there's boundaries there. I wasn't um, allowed to touch them, and that's for their safety. So, hearing this, you know, you can think about what, you know, um, 
uh, how important the consent is and the boundaries are um, for sex workers, so to speak. But what, what surprised me was I, I was listening to this um, on radio and people were calling in. Um, all the blokes were actually like who called in were, I thought, you know, they support the girl saying, you know, real men don't treat that to women. Um, you know, you don't go up to someone's workplace and slap on slap on the um, slap on the butt, as you said before, Katie. But surprisingly, some of the women who called in, some of the women, you know, supported the, 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 the lady, but some of the other women were saying uh, kind of in a victim-blaming kind of mindset, calling him a boy, which, you know, you may consider a 19-year-old is still legally an adult. They were calling the the guy whose party was a boy? Yeah, so calling, they like all a said a boy. Right, okay. Yeah, but he's, he's, he, it's, he's 18, and he was apparently mature enough to have an adult entertainment, yeah, but yeah, he wasn't acting very adult at the party in question. So, you know, we're, we're tr- we're, we've been trying to, you know, teach boys to respect women properly, but I guess yeah. it's kind of disappointing, but even some women may not have the uh, same respect towards yeah. other women because this person called and said, we don't even know the history of the stripper, which doesn't mean anything at all. What, yeah, what, what is that even? Yeah, the history exactly. of the stripper has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Even, even if she was a sex worker, mm. you can still be raped. And exactly. you can still be assaulted. Yes. And just because you do that work does not mean that you deserve that kind of treatment. Um, and I, I definitely I don't think anyone can use an excuse that he is too young and it was unfair mm. to him and it was mistreated by her and she shouldn't have done that because it's like, yeah, as you said, there's adult entertainment. But at 18, you can vote, you can drink, you exactly. can drive. We're given a whole bunch of responsibilities and we are seen to be adults. Exactly. And as an adult, he should know better. Yeah, so that's that's the sucky thing about turning 18 is, yeah, you get all this freedom, but you have extra restrictions, you have responsibilities, mm. you can't just do what you want, and to say, oh, sorry, I'm just a boy. Yeah. Just a 19-year-old you boy. Pull up the baby card. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, didn't you say that even, well, just before we were talking about that, um, that his family was there and stuff like that. There was like, it wasn't just like this yeah, sort of adolescent it was like the boys club party. type thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's that right. It, yeah, it was like a full-on thing. Oh, my God. I'm Not only that, she... Um, he basically, you know, humiliated her in front of everyone else. And she too. had marks on her. I think they yes. showed in the court case she had welts on her body yes. as well. So that's, um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I wasn't there, obviously, but if it was that, that aggressive to leave, it's not like, a, I mean, even if it was just mm. a cheeky slap, it's still, you know, uncalled for. You shouldn't put your hands on anybody who hasn't given their ex- explicit consent, you know, yeah. especially aggressively. Yeah, I mean, if you're in, like, a consensual relationship with someone and that's what you guys do, I yeah. mean, that's different. But even then... You know, you probably wouldn't, because um, you're in a relationship, Katie, you probably wouldn't appreciate if your boyfriend's friendly slapped you on the butt in public. Uh, or maybe you would, I don't know. But uh, it's, you know, you can't no. speak for all women. But yeah. um, I know my girlfriend probably wouldn't appreciate if I did that in public. Oh, yeah, no, it's a, yeah. it's a respect thing, and especially if it was, like, that hard. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, especially, like, being hugged by people you don't know or, like, if someone, like, grabs you in public or something and you're like, don't touch me, you know, it's that sort of, like, mindfulness that not everybody likes to be, you know, touched in that sort of way and keeping that personal space. I love my personal space. Yes, Australians mm. definitely love their yeah. personal space, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's what um, we're known for. So... Yeah, that was great. Um, thank you for bringing that up. It's very important. Yes, it's very important topic. We need to be talked about. Respect each other. Yeah. I think we're going to go to another song. Yeah, know. the song is called "Touch." It's by Shura. Um, another another sexy one about sexy time. That's uh, why I put it on today. So mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. We're on the Naughty Rude Show on Sin ninety point seven. That was Shura with Touch. Um, and now we're going to be answering some of your Tumblr questions. The Tumblr is naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. If you wives want... Wives? 
guys <laughs> wanted to send in your uh, questions so we can answer them on the show. Let's listen to some now. What have we got, Emma? We've got some fabulous questions that right. I'm super excited about. So we have another. We got, uh, we haven't actually said you can be anonymous on Tumblr as oh, well. So yes. it's not like you have to put yourself. You don't have to go through like an account. So you don't have to have an account through Tumblr. You don't have to go through your account if you have a Tumblr. You can just ask anonymously, and that's what the majority of of people do. So whenever I say anonymous, it's obviously a person has not said who they are, <laughs> and you can do that too. So, Anonymous has said, I'm super self-conscious about my vagina. There's nothing technically wrong with me, but I just don't feel it's sexy. What advice do you have for feeling more confident down there? Well, if I could just start and saying, of course, I don't have one, but um, I I am a little bit, um, because I'm thinking, when when people ask these sorts of questions about other body parts, I'm thinking, oh, what you see in the media, but you don't really see vaginas out there in the media, except Uh, for porn, which to me, um, you know, I may be wrong, but if this, um, if the questioner has been um, seeing, uh, you know, vaginas and vaginas and porn, just, just realize that, um, just like the boobs and the penis and porn, um, Sometimes the vaginas that you see on porn aren't actually 100% real either. Um, you know, it's touched up sometimes. Prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> prosthetic, yeah, sure. And sometimes they get surgery to make it appear better. Oh, really? Yes. So yeah. it's not just the boobs and the penis that are touched up and the makeup. Sometimes the vagina is just not 100% real too. Oh. So, um, and of and the, my other question is, you know, you can learn to love yourself. You'll learn to love your vagina. Uh, oh. People people have different looking vaginas and I'm sure um, there is nothing wrong with yours. It's just another vagina and, re- and everybody's vagina is equal. I think, yeah, going back to that point that you were just saying that, you know, you don't really actually get to see anyone else's. You're probably a bit freaked out by it because it's like not not something that you get to see. It's not like a face or anything like that. But yeah, girl, love your vagina. It's beautiful no matter what. And like just flaunt it, you know, like vajazzle that's a thing just like (laughs) decorate maybe do like a lightning board on your pubic hair like whatever you know just like live it and yeah i get i I get it when i think as well because like when you're like younger you know women's sexuality isn't really completely endorsed and like no one really teaches you i had no idea what a period was until it started happening at that very moment Mm. i think there needs to be more education surrounding that um but yeah guarantee it's a beautiful vagina and Trust me, someone else is going to love it too. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's what you something you've got to remember is that um, no one looks at at their penis or their vagina and goes, "Damn, that looks good." Or well, like, people might, you know. <laughs> I, I don't, well, I think when you first see it, yeah, oh, and yeah. you and you know what it's for. I think when you're younger, you're obviously like, whatever. It's just I. I remember when I was young, and everyone's gonna laugh, and it's a really funny story. <laughs> I I was in the bathroom, and I came out of the bathroom, and my brother was there, my older brother. He's probably 14 at this time, so he knows what his penis is for. Mm. And I just said, I just did a wee with my little penis. <laughs> and my brother was just like, oh, my God, little oh, my penis. God. And just, That's like, adorable. completely ignored me and walked away. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I just don't understand. So you don't understand when you're young. Of course, when you do understand, you're like, it's not that great. But it's just <laughs> yeah. it's hairy. And it's it doesn't look right for what I expected it to be. And... Yeah, lo- you're gonna end up loving it. There's a, there's actually a song that you might want to listen to, which is really really great. It's called "Love Your Vagina," and uh, 
it's it's actually a fabulous song and you'll have a bit of a laugh when you listen to it so i suggest you look it up you can literally uh google it and it will pop up on youtube straight away it's very popular uh something that will help you love love your vagina and don't don't be ashamed of it you've got to remember that there's plenty of people who want to have sex with vaginas yeah also maintenance and hygiene is another good point if you take Mm. care of it you know eat the right foods all, all that you'll be doing well so yeah Love exactly. your vagina, girl. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And um, the other most, probably one of the most important thing um, any of us could say is it's only really a problem if you think it's a problem. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, either do what, what Katie just said, you know, maintain hygiene. But if you've done all that and you're still not happy with it, well, um, uh, you know, you just have to, yeah, like like it was, like we all said, learn to love it. I bet you most pe- I bet you like most people probably won't care. Mm. Um, I, I'm sure they'll they'll love you and the vagina. All the same. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's only a problem if it's a problem for you. Yeah, yes. nice. Thank you exactly. for the question. Very important. Love it. I have another question. So and I actually think this is relevant to a couple of people I know. So it's like, whew, excellent. I get to say my points on the radio. Excellent. When I get into a relationship with someone, I tend to lose myself in the romance and I forget who I am. Oh then God. when we break up, I feel devo. How can I stop this from happening in the future? Wow, great question. Mm. Very applicable to some people I know in my life too. Yeah, mm, yeah. everyone okay. has, it's okay, you're not alone. Like <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. knows someone who's like this or is that person yep. themselves. So I obviously don't be upset about it. It happens. I think obviously you go into relationships. If you're in your single time, you fill that time with things that obviously aren't a specific person. You're yep. going to have friends, you're going to have family, you're going to have commitments. Don't stop those commitments. Absolutely. Because boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, uh, casual relationships, all those things, they can be in the time that you don't do all those other things. <laughs> That's what they're there for. And they obviously you're going to have a special relationship with them. Of course, you're going to share all the things you like to do. And that doesn't mean that you can't have your own time. And they obviously want their own time as well. And there's going to be things that you like that they don't like. All those things, you do as much as possible. Yep. Because as soon as you stop doing them, that's when you lose yourself. And suddenly, you know, you really don't like playing Xbox, but here you are at 2am in the morning (laughs) on Call of Duty, like shooting at some people. So make sure that you do your own thing. And, you know, if you like reading a book or whatever, read that book while they're playing Xbox. Yeah, you know what, I... I don't um, believe, I mean, this is my opinion, that, you know, you should, you know, basically dedicate almost your entire life to that relationship. I mean, if you're married and have kids, that's different. But uh, the question is asking about, I'm assuming about general relationships. You should be, you know, on your own path, so to speak. And what that relationship should do is, you know, um, you know, um, they join you on that path, so to speak. So you're still going for your career. Um, you know, you're still enjoying. You're still enjoying your hobbies. You're still going out um, with your other friends, but you incorporate her into um, he or she um, or them into your life, so to speak. You know, for example, like my girlfriend goes to uni, and she doesn't. Um, her top priority is uni, not me, and you know that makes sense, right? Um, Go her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she can't. Um, I can't. I can't expect her to, um, you know, spend time with me over the weekend. Um, if she's got a uni assignment, it's you know due on the Monday. That obviously comes first, and I would never be angry at her if she chose to um, spend her time doing that instead. Likewise, I wouldn't be annoyed if she went out and did things with her friends or even by herself because, you know, she has, you know, her own life, her own interests. You know, I have mine, my own interests and my own life as well. 
So, yeah, uh, consider that. <laughs> Great. I totally agree. Um, question asker, I get it. Like, I can spend so much time with my bloody boyfriend. It's so <laughs> annoying. Like, literally, it's like literally your time just goes down the toilet. I get yep. it. This is why I'm doing things like this, is to get away from him, pretty much. Um, you need to be able to have your own hobbies. Um, yeah, finding out things that you want to do, just so it's that cushion, so that during that relationship, you know, if that does, like, unfortunately end, you still have things that you're interested in. Another good point is don't give up on your friends. I know yes. so many people that, like, completely just, like, stop paying attention to their friends and stop hanging out with their friends or are so enamoured by their partner. And then, you know, when, if if the relationship kind of goes down the drain, they've, tur- they've got no one to turn to. Yep. And it's a terrible feeling to be the friend who that person doesn't speak to you for like, you know, what, a year or something. And then it's, oh my God, this person broke up with me. I need help. It's like, well, you weren't here to help me. So it's a friendship is two ways. It's that mutual respect. So just, yeah, make sure that you're, you've got your own lives, you know, yes it's really important to, yeah, have your own friends and everything like that. It's hard. I get it. But yeah. Yeah. Don't put your relationship, whoever that person is on a pedestal. Yeah. Um, they're just the same as you. Um, you know, um, believe it or not, that that person you've been, that you may or may not have been obsessing over for the past couple of years that you're currently in a relationship, they still go to the toilet and poop. <laughs> so I think that all the time. Like even the most famous celebrities fart. So just remember that. Like, yes. Giselle Bush Bushin or whatever her name is, she does that. You know, just like everybody's human. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you relevant, deserve but... you deserve to be in that relationship just as much as they deserve to be in a relationship <laughs> with you. So yeah. you got to have your own hobbies in life just as much as they do. Yeah, remember to do what you love. Exactly. We're going to have one quick question before we head to some more banging music. This one's actually about music. Uh, Slightly. (laughs) We get some very interesting questions. This question is asking us, how would we edit together an awesome sex tape? And what songs would we recommend for that sex tape? Oh my god, that's I think such a good question. You listen to any of the music we play yes. on this show, bangers. Those are the songs that you want to be using. Also, you want to be uh, looking at the content of your film and uh, you know placing things that exist within that realm. You're not going to be playing something so, you know soft and sweet when it's go time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. I think it's also important to maybe add some, like, extreme effects, maybe some flames, like, transitions, like, some side swipes, <laughs> you know, just really, like, you know, go with the tempo of it, like, <laughs> you know, get creative, go, like, outside, do some weird, like, stuff you haven't seen, bit avant-garde, like, that's the best thing. If I was to make a sex tape, unfortunately, I haven't, um, but I did do films, so maybe I should start that, some sort of, like... Yeah, I mean, don't start it. Come on, I'm so self-important. Avant-garde mm-hmm. porn already exists. Um, but yeah, make it crazy. You know, go nuts with it. Great idea. Uh, I guess like you can go on either iTunes or Spotify and all those things and just create like a playlist. Um, yeah, the modern oh, yeah. sex tape, so to speak. And the beauty of that is that you won't have to, when you finish, you don't have to take the tape out and flip it over. Which is, you know, not the best. <laughs> sex tape. Yeah. He uses tape recorders. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So you don't have to take the tape out, flip it back in. That's that. They'll probably ruin the mood, most likely. But uh, a playlist on your phone or on your laptop, and you can put whatever you want. Uh, you know, listen. 
the songs from last week, actually, when, when we were on, uh, Good Ones. Uh, Frank Ocean, Think About You. I think everyone's Ooh. had sex with that one. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Oh, I should. Give it a go, because yeah. everyone has. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, all the songs that we play on Naughty Root Show, most of them are very good. But it's really what, what you like as well, what your partner likes, and what do you think goes well with how you like to do it. Yes. We've got some music coming at you on the Naughty Rude Show. Remember, we have a fabulous Tumblr that you can ask anonymous questions to. It's thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash forward slash ask. <laughs> I'm really I'm stumbling over the Tumblr today, but that's just me. This one's Kendrick Lamar, and it's These Walls. You're on the Naughty Rude Show. You just mean sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Katie, I'm here with Stefan and Amaret, and that was Kendrick Lamar, These Walls. Just letting you know, guys, that song is actually about a vagina, so you might get that um, if you listen to the lyrics, These Walls, Vagina. That's what that means. Yeah, and it's a very sexy song. Yeah, if you just tuned in, uh, this this is not a rude show, and, you know, content warning until 10 o'clock, uh, which is <laughs> when we go to, because, you know, obviously we're talking about sex and relationships and all that. Um, dirty details. Yes, dirty details, indeed. But also nice things as well. Yeah, on a serious note. (laughs) (laughs) We love relationships. We're talking about. We're going to talk about something very nice and very happy. It starts with something cruel, and it ends on a happy note. So everyone get excited for the feels because they're coming at you. Do love feelings. So they had a very interesting story out of the UK this week. Uh, Very sad. There was a lovely couple in public, two gay men, and they were assaulted. And abused, which is disgusting behaviour, which we clearly do not condone here on Naughty Root. But coming out of that horrible act was some beautiful, beautiful hand-holding of people all around the UK. And it was straight men, straight women, just holding hands in public, going about their business. Nothing wrong with that. And they've had had, um, high-profile MPs. Doing it, they've had, um, you know, people who are writers, famous people, obviously in England, maybe not here, but you know, that's them. So it's just a really nice little story. They're all trying to combat homophobia, one little handhold at a time. Is it like a protest? Was there like lots of people walking down the road, or it's just people? It's like it's hands? sort of a all over thing? the place. So obviously, the UK is massive. Massive country, not as big as us because they're amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's not one big protest. It's numerous. Oh, okay, cool. It's I think they did have some official ones where they did that, but they yep. also they just wanted to get more out in public and more visual and seen on the street, and so people understand that it's, it's normal. There's nothing wrong with two men, two women holding hands. I think it's not acceptable to bash them for. Yeah, exactly. I just like this is something that I will never be able to understand. Just. How people could be so aggressively against... Like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, why does anybody even pay attention to Mm. what other people are doing in, like, public places, you know? It's just all about, like, love and stuff. Those people must have something gone wrong in their own life for them to be so Mm. horrible to other people. And it's amazing that people can show that community support. That's what we need. All you need is love and understanding. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, um, it's obviously 2017. We've gone far enough that, you know... um, bashing people because of their sexuality is, of course, you know, not acceptable um, because, you know, who really cares what people do in, in their in their private in their private time or what sexuality there are, what, what race, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and I, I agree with you, Katie. I think there's probably, honestly, something wrong with those people who, uh, bash, who bash those people yeah. because, um, you know, um, uh, 
you know, I'm I'm heterosexual, and people who are homosexual, they don't really do anything. Um, they don't bother me or anything like that. And I can tell you, no no homosexual has ever stolen a girl from me. So. <laughs> Um, they're they're great people. Trust me. Yeah, they're great. Trust you. Yeah, <laughs> they're that, great that, people. Trust that me. That one's um, pretty obvious. But yeah. yeah, I think the best thing to come out of that situation is that solidarity, and I think we need that more yes. in Australia as well. Showing support for um, the LGBTQI plus community um, in any way you can. If you see that sort of behavior, like in public, if people are getting heckled, even you know for any sort of diversity issue it's very important that you stand up and stand against this sort of evil behavior because it's so not on and like people in those situations they need um yeah they need help you know like they need help your help to protect them from that sort of thing so it's important if you see something like that to step in and stop it too yes absolutely i agree (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> the vigilantes. I mean, don't go too far with yeah, it. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, don't um, become Batman or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I think there's a lot of um, progress need to be made in the future, but um, we're making small steps. We need a couple it's more. Just reading. Well, very fascinating stuff. So I'm really <laughs> excited about it. Um, that they did actually have, they had a mass protest in the Netherlands, which was the first place that ever recognised gay marriage back in 2001. Why have we not legalized it here yet? Oh like, seriously, that's really sad. Um, they held like a mass protest where they all held hands to show solidarity with the UK and the issues that clearly they've been having. And uh, I just thought it was really, really great because I'm uh, just reading a little bit about the um, Dutch monarchy, <laughs> uh, dense topic, but um, their current king. Basically, he ascended to the throne. They have a, they have a monarchy over there. Wow. Amaze. Um, they had a he ascended to the throne in 2013. He actually met with massive advocacy groups for the LGBTIQ plus community, and um, they threw like a they did like a big 70th anniversary thing. And they're obviously one of the most progressive countries in the world. Yeah, and uh, it's great to see solidarity from them as well obviously you would you would expect it but to have that in the, happen in the UK and it to just crush countries and everyone to be like yeah no this is not yeah okay, Scandinavia is where it's at to yeah. be honest mm. if anybody's ever been there it is such a good place everybody's so nice and and just intelligent well educated lovely people love Scandinavia and tolerant yes. yeah yes extremely tolerant take a leaf out of the <laughs> take a leaf out of their book. Is that what it is? Take a book. Yeah. Take a page out of their book. Oh my god! Yeah. I don't it's pretty know. cold. It's pretty cold there. The leaves must be like covered in snow. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> that wasn't really bad. <laughs> yeah. That oh, was, I get it. That <laughs> was. Oh my god. <laughs> I think she gets it. So it's a good one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we're gonna move over to a song now. This song is like taking it back to I think it was 2001. It might even be 2001. Wouldn't that be ironic? Um, it, this is smooth by Santana featuring Rob. Thomas, the sexiest song yet, I think. Hawaiian shirts all round. Get get partying. <laughs> You're on the No Roo Show on Sin. I'm Katie, here with Stefan and Amaret, and that was the Wicked Games, Parava Kuva. Um, it was, as you might notice, it was a Chris Isaac cover, but it's a more sexy, sensual, you know, girly version of it, which I like. So, 
Here we are. We're going to be talking, answering some questions from the Tumblr.、Um, if you'd like to send us in a question, thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Ask us anything you like. You can post if you want to be anonymous as well.、So. And you don't need an account. Yeah, great.、Uh, perfect. So we've got some like, dense ones to、Ooh. really get into、oh, now. Oh, wow. Okay. This will be very interesting.、Let's、so. Anonymous says, "I've just broken up with my partner about a month ago because I thought I wanted some time to myself, but I've still got feelings for him. Been getting with other people, but I always end up thinking about him. Maybe I need some more time?" Question mark. He's my best friend, and I miss him a lot. But the relationship was too difficult and was hurting us both. Oh, classic, classic, classic.、Um, well, uh, if I'll go, I'll go off on my tangent first.、Um, <laughs> I get it, you know, been there, done that.、Um, especially it's hard in a relationship because you, this, that person is your best friend, the person you're closest to. It also tends to be the person you go to when you have a problem or need someone to confide in, and then all of a sudden they're not there anymore. That's very difficult.、Um, I would advise, I think that like, it's probably the shock of the situation that you may be feeling like you, like obviously you're going to miss them and stuff like that. But if you want to, I think you should give it more time before you get back together because, again, I've done that, jumped straight back into the relationship in which I broke up the person, broke up with the person because of that, and then ended up regretting it later on. Hopefully, they never listen to this.、Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was a sort of bad thing because I didn't give myself time to like, learn to be independent,、um, which might help you later on. I know it's hard now, but eventually, you know, being friends is possible. So, you know,、um, you know I, I agree that maybe give it some time. If, if you. Are absolutely, I wouldn't get back with this person unless you're you know, absolutely sure that's what, you'd, that's what you'd like. And of course, you know,、um, he would have to want to get back with you、um, as well. But you, know, it's, you, know, you should、um, consider why you,、um, you know, why you guys broke up. I think you mentioned that there were other problems.、Um, so you know, th- think about that. Would those problems probably come back if you guys、uh, get back together? Um, and you know, um, you've, you've、um, spent some time with other people, which I, you know, I would actually say is a, is a good thing.、Um, but you know, it's, it's also important to、um, you know, spend time、um, working on yourself as well, you know, hang out with your friends,、um, try, some new, try some new hobbies,、uh, focus on your work, that sort of thing.、Um, but yeah, I, I would just generally agree、um, maybe just give it, give it a bit more time inside if this is what you、uh, really want to do. Because you may just be feeling. Potentially, just、uh, maybe lonely that someone's not around to care for you. So, it may not be that you want to or have to go back with him. Maybe you just need companionship with someone else. And also, quickly, just to jump in there, I think it might be, you know, considerate to not jump back into it for his feelings as well,、yes. because we don't want to be toying with his feelings. You have to be, yeah, as you said, 100% sure, I think. Yeah, because you can't assume that the other person even knows what's.、Uh, Happening because I, f- I feel like this happens a lot in relationships and dating and that stuff.、So、people just they assume that the other person knows where you're at, and then you know that can actually create problems. So, yeah, you also, yeah, you want to consider this person's feelings as well.、Um, you don't want to have them all confused, like, oh, what is this? This person, does, does, do they really want to get back with me, or, is, or are they just feeling lonely, or、um, is, this, is this for real, or, or are they just gonna dump me at whatever chance they get? Yeah, you got to consider their feelings too. Definitely agree with what you guys have said, like 100%. 100%. Uh, you need to have some thinking time. Four weeks is, is not long.、Yeah. That's really not long from、the、a breakup. Four months is the hardest. Yeah, and it, it, it's expected that you're still going to have feelings. And that obviously, them being your best friend as well, you clearly still have contact. So every time you have contact, you're reinforcing those feelings.、Mm. 
and you're, exa- you're exactly right, Seven, about that you need to make sure that you're not going into it for the wrong reasons. You're yes. not just feeling lonely and you don't know what things where things are coming from. So you do definitely need to be looking a little bit into yourself and thinking a little bit deeper and definitely giving yourself more time and spending time with other people. Um, definitely agree. That's that's it. That is literally it. And, you know, as you... As, Anonymous has said they had some issues and you don't want to ruin that friendship. So that's mm. ma- major, major. You need to do a very in-depth risk assessment. <laughs> yeah, sometimes TV shows come back, but it's not always the best idea, right? Yeah. So yeah. think about yeah, it in context so of relationship too. They do those reboots of movies all the time and they did not end well. Yeah, some people make shows go on too long, like Lost. Maybe yeah. should have ended a few <laughs> seasons mm-hmm. before. And then all we get left with is regret that we even let it go that long. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's have thoughts, people. <laughs> the next question is um, very, very interesting. Uh, sex is so painful. Like, lots of exclamation points. It is, is it always like this? I've done it a couple of times and it still doesn't feel quite right. Help. This okay. is um, a bit hard for me to answer because I'm not sure what gender this person is. Um, so all, all I know really is that um, this person has had sex a couple of times. So... Um, yeah, literally count on your fingers, one, two. So that's obviously, um, they're obviously inexperienced. Um, if, obviously we're not medical professionals, we're not sex experts by all means, but if you're, I, I've heard about things about where, um, especially the girl can sometimes feel pain when they have sex. That I think that might be something you should maybe see a GP or, or, or um, something like that and yeah. talk about that because yeah, that, could, that could be serious potentially. Um there are medical conditions that come with vaginas. I'm sure many people know. I'm going to assume this person is a vagina because they're talking about the number of times they've had sex and that usually refers to people who are, you know, new virgins. They've, mm. they've had the sex but not a lot of times. And it, you are usually going to have pain a couple of times. It should not be super painful. Um, I've had some friends that I'm not going to diagnose you, but there's definitely conditions where you've your muscles in your vagina are really, really tight and uh, that makes it extremely painful and extremely difficult to have intercourse. So lots of always we're using lots of lube and we're using protection and we're making sure that we're doing all the right things, getting excited, that we're not just trying to ram it in there at the wrong time. So make sure that you're you're trying to get the moment going. Yeah, foreplay, that's a good that's a good idea because yeah. um uh, yeah, obviously foreplay, um, it, it was actually, will, you know, me- not not just um, working with the loop to make it, you know, easier and more pleasurable, because mm. just, you know, going straight in at the start, um, basically <laughs> your vagina will be ready for it. My leg yeah. literally, like, closed at the yeah. thought of that, yeah. like, oh my god, it's oh, the worst yeah. feeling. If you're, yeah. yeah, if you're trying to shove it in there without any sort of, like, loosening of any muscles mm. or enough loop, that's definitely going to be painful. As well, I've heard of a few people can get um, allergic reactions to maybe condoms or the lube that they're using or mm. any mm. sort of stuff like that. So, yeah, I definitely recommend going to a doctor just in case you might be allergic to something. But, yeah, definitely be using lube. Well, yes. you know, definitely. some oral sex beforehand. If yeah, you like. foreplay. Do yeah. some foreplay. <laughs> Make sure it's safe sex too. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, whoa, we've got some very <laughs> questionable questions yeah. that I'm Let's just going to skip because they're, they're jokes. Oh, <laughs> very. Send us in a joke. Make us very laugh. Very funny joke. Okay. That's what you want. I'll give the people what they want. This person says, my boyfriend told me to... Bet- 
Oh my god! I don't think I can read it out. I don't think I can read it out. They want to be Batista bombed in the bedroom. How do I do that? What's that? Uh, Yeah, what is that? So Batista is a wrestler. Oh, Dave Batista from the United States. Yes. Oh my god, the guy—he's on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, Batista bomb. Get it together. It's it's pretty much like a big, big ass slam, which would be rather painful. Um. Especially without a bed beneath is it, you. Is it a wrestling move? It's a I'm, wrestling move, oh. yeah. I mean, uh, we all like a it. bit of rough and tumble in the bedroom, but not quite like that oh uh, at all. That's our little <laughs> funny one. We are, we are going to move on. We are going to move on. Classic. This one's a serious one, so let's get our serious faces on. My partner and I love each other a lot. However, they're moving to a different state to study. I'm stuck here in my city. We don't want to break up. And I'm not sure if I can do long distance. What do you think we should do to make this work? Um, well, if you're not sure, give it a go. Um, there's no harm in trying. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that you should, yeah, give it a go. I've done long distance relationship. I was um, five months away in uh, Scotland when I had a boyfriend back at home. Um, to be honest, it re- it's a just letting you know it's a lot of effort, um, especially if they're going to be moving there semi-permanently. Um, being the person in a relationship isn't always the best thing when you need to be making friends and stuff like that. Like, I found that um, being the girl with the boyfriend, like, guys just, like, pretty much don't want to talk to you unless you're, like, you know. So if you want to be making friends, I mean, I'm not – oh, my God, I'm not telling you to break up or anything like that. But, yeah, I think that there will be, like, a lot of bumps in the road that if it's really worth fighting for, then go for it. Um, it is possible. I went all the way through my exchange and came home and had the boyfriend still so and it ended up being but I'm just letting you know it's a lot of work and as long as you're prepared then that's fine yeah um, obviously you know uh, consider like if you if if this is like some random tinder date then you know there is you haven't really invested much into this relationship uh consider consider that but if you've been with this person for a long time and you really feel like it's something special then um you know people say people make rules all these things like oh long distance relationships don't work i mean they absolutely can if if you make it work considering all the circumstances uh as i haven't really done one myself but uh you know as katie just said you know it's it's possible so um yeah it depends on the, the scenario here the best thing about um, the time that we live in is that you have all the technology. Oh my god! And all the ways to communicate. You don't have to c- communicate by like carrier pigeon. Yeah, like... you you're not your grandparents suffering through World War Two, and you know they're out there on the front line, and you're back at home. So <laughs> you've got plenty of ways to talk to each other. There's obviously the phone loving you can do. They're also moving interstate. They're not moving overseas. So there are also ways that you can also go to that state. And they can come to your yeah, state. Yeah, all that means is more holidays for you, exactly. which is exciting. And if it's Queensland, even better. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> Except if it's cyclone season. If it's, yeah, <laughs> and if it's the Northern Territory or Tasmania, we feel really bad for you. But you Tasmania's know. sick. Don't knock Tasmania. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, look, if, if this person's moving in, um, interstate away from Melbourne, just remember that this is Melbourne, so I'm sure they'll be back. Yeah, yeah, True. they're Melbourne's really not awesome. going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now I think we're going straight into another song. This one is, I mean, it's all going to be pretty, pretty sensual. This one, even the uh, the way the um, vocalist is slurring his words, it's it's 
it's going to make you feel sexy no matter what. And even it's called gooey by glass animals. So I don't even know what gooey is like implying, but maybe it's what I think it means. Um, you're on Sin 90.7. This is the Naughty Rude Show. Um, right now, we're going to be talking about something very important to, I think, a lot of people. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called an orgasm. Orgasm. Uh, What? What? What is that? Um, Well, interestingly enough, there's a thing called the orgasm gap, which I'm about to tell you about. So the reason this concept has been brought to my attention is um, I've read an article recently about this, a new American statistic, um, where they surveyed over 50,000 straight, bisexual and gay Americans, um, and the study found a significant gap, the greatest being in straight couples. Straight men were the most likely to say their orgasm usually to always, um, an awe-inspiring 95% said as much, followed by gay men, 8 89%, bisexual men, 88%, lesbian women, 86%, and then drop down, we go to straight women at 66%, and bisexual women at 65%. I can uh, vouch for that in the bisexual woman category. I'm definitely the one that orgasms usually to always, and I'm going to give you some advice <laughs> on how to do so with your partner. Mm. Um, the Australian statistic, just importantly, is uh, that 60% for women, 66% for women and 92% for men. Um I think that's just a broad term. I'm not really sure about the sexuality of those people and stuff like that. Um, The authors of the article suggested that lesbian women may have a better understanding of the female anatomy than male partners, and it also could have something to do with socialisation, that men are commonly taught to prioritise their own needs, pleasure and satisfaction over that of a woman. Uh, Stefan, you're a man and also have a girlfriend. Yes. What what do you uh, think about this statement? Well, I mean, I... I kind of find the statistics, well, doesn't really apply to me because um, in terms of the orgasm, um, I'm actually the loser in terms of that because um, she, uh, I only orgasm usually once, whereas she she can go multiple times, that's obviously. True. That's That's the thing. And and also, because, you know, when the guy orgas- orgasms, usually the sex is done. Mm. Uh, but on the way to that, the girl could have, um, depending on the girl, because I know that every girl is very different on this, she may have came multiple times, mm-hmm. but I know there's certain girls who may have never received an orgasm ever, oh, no. but that's a completely different yeah. thing, though, isn't it? Um, so should we, like, get your girlfriend in here just to confirm? Yeah, make an open, open dialogue. Um, no, I think she's listening right now, so <laughs> please just text in what you think. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tumblr. We've got a yeah, Tumblr. Got Tumblr. No, you don't need show. the Tumblr. Just text. Just text. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'll, I'll let... Um, we, um, everyone should know. Obviously, <laughs> well, yeah, right. yeah. What, what are your um, I'm really, I'm really saddened to hear these statistics, but also not surprised. Uh, I think there's pretty com- common that women do not orgasm as much as men. I actually saw a hilarious meme that I was talking <laughs> that basically was like, imagine how small a population we would have if women had to orgasm to get pregnant. We're getting nods. We're getting nods from our executive producer over here just like, yeah, That's yeah, it would be a really tiny population. Yeah, would. I have a question for you two because um, Katie and Amrit, you guys are bisexual, so you've... Mm. Um, well, I don't know what your history is, but I'm guessing you guys have been with uh, men and women. So, who pleasures you um, better in your experience? In your experience? <laughs> oh my god! If I don't say my boyfriend right now, I'm yeah. not. Like, I'm not going to be. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go with that. My just boyfriend. put me under the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Katie. Um, I think I think it's sort of true in that the women do know each other better. I would like to assume that. I think there's 
proof through the whole lesbians part of it. I think the thing is as well that women obviously know their their yes. themselves better, and I think when we're talking girl to girl. Um, we're much more open about it, and especially if you're having one night stands, then or casual sex and casual encounters, you're having a buddy who you hook up with. Um, you're probably less likely to talk about it. You know, you don't necessarily get into a casual encounter and go. And so, just so you know, I like X, Y, Z. Like, just spoils the mood a little bit sometimes and mm. I think some people especially men don't always know how to work it in to the That's to the true. sexual conversation I I've always had such a problem with like letting my sexual partner know what I want because I'm the freaking worst at dirty talk I just am <laughs> yeah. so awkward and I'm like oh yeah do you like this I'm, I'm too sure. sarcastic I'm yeah just like, I'm, like do you like that I'm like I'm, no I'm just moaning for no reason mate yeah, like, exactly. oh, and then it's I, like oh that's right they're actually trying to be sexy. Yeah, so true. Joking. I um, I'm always making jokes and laughing about <laughs> sex, which makes it pretty hard to do. Um, yeah, I've only really I, with the straight guys that I've um had sexual encounters with. I find that um most of the time they you know are quite like um in tune with what I want. I guess that, but for some sometimes I think that they might be trying to make me achieve orgasm for their own sort of. Mm. It's like a prize. You, yeah. mean like you know what I score? Yeah, like yeah. I, I, like I made you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's like they're winnings instead. Whereas, but you girl, won too. You just orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, but girls are a lot more. Um, yeah, like two way streets, sort of trying to make it like a. It's like a, a sexual conversation in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, yeah, I've like had guys be like, yeah, oh my god, this is quite graphic. But um, yeah, like I want to make you come, but it's like not. They're not saying it to me for like yeah my own pleasure. They're saying it so that um yeah they can like go to their friends and be like, yeah, and then she, like, came, like, eight times, like, woo. Yeah. She came eight times? Yeah, no, that, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> I, I'm not part of guy talk. I don't get it. Is it, um, is it hard for, I've, I've heard, you know, things people say, oh, guys, they don't go down on me, I go down on them. Is that an experience? Like, they're not interested okay. in going down on the girl? Um, I find the majority of people I've been with don't go down on me. Really? What? I'm totally opposite. Well, because that's my favorite thing. That's what I like to say. I say do this and just preference like a, yeah. By the way, date, um, go down on me. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the first yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. just get you out of the way. Well, that's what I wanted to say with the people who don't like that. You may have having a partner, have a partner, or have casual sex or whatever, where you don't end up like telling the people that you're with what you want. Um, it's much better for you to yeah. I. I'm bad at dirty talk, but I sort of try try and find a way that, like, I'm like, oh, so what do you like? And then they get all, like, that sort of thing. And then I'd be like, okay, well, I like this. Here's a PowerPoint presentation about what I want. (laughs) This is the clitoris. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think it's important to have, yeah, an open conversation about it. Um, I know it's awkward and it's sort of uncomfortable, but if you get past it, it's really, that's your reward in the end. Mm. Um, Yeah. Uh, I think just say what you want. You know, you don't have to make it awkward. You don't have to, like... um, Say something every two minutes. I'll oh, do that. Do that. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a problem with uh, uh <coughs> excuse my French pussy licking. <laughs> um, sorry, pussy eating is what I meant to say. Oh my god! Uh, one time I uh one time was a girl, and the whole time we didn't do any pins with giant thing. I just ate her out the entire time, and she, and so like I'm fine with that, fellas. If you're listening, don't worry. It's it's all good. Just get down there, fucking Australian kiss that clit like there's no tomorrow. Oh my just god. do it. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, Come on, t- t- 
It, you, you're not losing your manhood, guys. Nothing to do with that. Yeah, um, some guys love it too. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I think that's a bit. That's they're facing their own fears. I think of people. Fears? No, don't be fearful. It's awesome. Just go down there and do it. Yeah, <laughs> and and you're gonna know if if they like it or not. Uh, because women, women, I found usually very responsive. So if if they're just lying there try something else you know there's plenty of things that you can do down there it's not just the one thing and um one thing i've also looked at that bit of research about oh. um orgasms that uh men apparently prefer a lot more of change up so different things different manipulations done um to their nether regions whereas women tend to like the same thing over and over and over and over again they have that one spot that one thing that makes them go oh my god i'm crazy so if you find something that may, is making someone moan or squirm, do not then deviate from that area. <laughs> yeah, do not go, <laughs> oh, I'm just like sucking on this clearly really hard and she really likes it, but now I'm just going to finger her instead. No, no, no. You stay there. You stay there and you suck it until she comes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Australian kiss, right? Um, now, like I say, you can just say, oh, is that, if, if you're not sure, you can just say, oh, is that good? Do you like that? Or do you throw this? Not every, like, five minutes or something, mm. but if you're doing something. Because then if you don't say that, you could be saying, nah, because maybe she's shy about it. Like you mm-hmm. said, you don't want to make it all. She's like, oh, actually, this does nothing for me. Maybe do it over here. And, yeah, it's, just do it. It doesn't have to make it awkward. Just uh, yeah. go in there. Try new it. techniques. So. Write a list yeah. of things that you can do. And also... Another thing, we're going back to foreplay. We've talked a bit mm. about mm. foreplay tonight. Um, a, w- a woman normally needs around half an hour to get her going before she can actually achieve an orgasm. You'll find, I think it was zero to 15 minutes foreplay is like the least statistically likely that the woman will orgasm from that. You really need to, um, you know, make her feel special. Get in there mm. and like spend your time and just enjoy each other, you know. I remember this uh, quote from this uh, video I saw, which is like... Um, so, guys, um, your your penis is like a microwave. The vagina is like an oven. So, you got to remember, you got to preheat before yeah. you stick in the meat. Oh, my God. That's so, so true. So, yeah, think about that, fellas. I mean, think about it. Guys are ready to go like 24-7, right? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> right, so, but girls, they need, they need some time. They yeah, need some time. like an oven. That's so true. Yeah, microwave and ovens. Think, just remember that, fellas. Give us some time. Well, we thanks for that, guys. Really mm. constructive discussion. It's a very important discussion. Yeah. Um, now we've got Tranny by Kings of Leon. Um, this is actually my favorite band, um, and I used to think this song was about orgasms. Technically, it's not actually, but I'm just if you think about it as a sort of rhythmic one, just like yeah, let your mind take you away. This is Sin ninety point seven. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show. That was Keep Growing by Camp Cope, and before that was Tranny by Kings of Leon. Um, this is Stefan in the Naughty Rude Show with Amrit and Katie. Uh, we're going to go on with some more Tumblr questions, aren't we? We most certainly are. We've got some good ones. we just got a new one in as well. So we're going to start with that one. Anonymous says, I work for a small business where the few staff all know each other really well. I have slept with two employees and I'm really worried about getting a reputation. What can I do to keep my private life private? Keep it private by, I guess, not really... Tr- don't spread rumours around. I mean, I'm not sure what gender this person is, but, you know, there's... um, You don't have to be like, yeah, I banged it last night, yeah, I did this. Um, you don't have to do that, because that's not, you know, very cool anyway. So I would just, you know, just keep it private. You know, don't make posts about it on Facebook. Um, you know, keep it between yourself and that person who you had the encounter with. 
Um, that's probably the best way to do it because, you know, no one really likes rumors being spread around them. Yeah, I guess probably having a conversation with the two mm. people that you slept with, maybe being like, hey, I prefer that if this doesn't get out, um, just to keep the professional life professional, um, yeah. they should pretty much probably respond to that quite well. Um, if they're not, they're deep. But, um, yeah, a conversation always goes a long way, I think. Yeah. Um, also, just because you slept with two people from your work doesn't mean you're going to get a reputation. There's nothing wrong with sleeping around with people if you enjoy sex, to be honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. As long as it's con- consensual, go <laughs> at it. Yeah. Workplace relationships happen all the time, and they can be just a casual thing. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't stress about it. Um, but yeah, a, a frank conversation. And should you sleep with someone else who you also work with, um, I talk to them before. I, I'm sure they would feel the same way. That they don't want it getting around that they've been sleeping with people at work. I don't think it's something that most people want their colleagues yep. to know. There's so. three questions you can ask. Like, one, you know, uh, do you have any STDs? Two, do you know how to make me come? And three, hey, could, by the way, can you, like, not tell anyone about this? There you go. <laughs> That's the three uh, conversations. Yeah conversation we can have tonight. Yeah, and then, but and then also 15 minutes of foreplay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the start the timer. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's and a very detailed show today. But also, um, I'm guessing um, reputation also goes to the boss. Like, um, it's, it's, I think the question might, if it's a small business, you don't want the boss funny about this kind of stuff. I mm, don't know what it's like to own a business, but I'm not sure if the boss would be entirely happy if their employees were doing stuff because they might feel that it's distracted distraction from their business or creates yeah. kind of rifts, which is, you know, not good for them, obviously, because they care about their bottom line. So, you know, um, you got you got to think about these things before you obviously get into these kinds of relationships and definitely before you, um, you really say anything, you know, keep your private life and business life profes- um, distant, if you can. The next one, uh, it's, it's bad, guys. It's... <laughs> It's not good for this person, not very good at all. So they have entered into a sexual relationship with a friend of theirs and during sex, his partner yelled out her ex's name. <laughs> They're not sure how to talk oh, to her no. about it. First of all, I'm not sure how this happens. Mm. Not that I, I, I don't, have, has this ever happened to me? I've definitely had sexual relationships where, where I've been thinking about someone else, but hmm. let alone saying, I guess it depends on how vocal you are about it. But yeah, oh, that sucks for that person. I don't know, even know what I would do. Did, I wonder if they finished or is it too <laughs> Just to keep going. Um, uh, are they friends as well? Is that what yes. you said? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Friends. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Um, yeah, what should they do? Well, something you could consider is, you know, it could just be a force of habit. If they were together for that's a while, true. then they just, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just used to saying, like, oh, yeah, this person, oh, yeah, this person, so good, this person, blah, blah, blah. It's just a force of habit, potentially. Yeah, yeah think about that. Mistakes um, happen. Yeah, mistakes happen. Um, you know, um, just, you know, just keep going until, you know, it's, it's, it's a force of habit for them to scream your name <laughs> yeah. really loud <laughs> in the bedroom. Exactly. That should be your goal. The thing is, too, if, if, if they're your friend, like, uh, how far do you want to take it? Think about that, what sort of space you're both in. Um, she might have some hookups about her ex, which obviously would make you feel like shit, clearly, as, as it already has. So I think you need to be thinking about that. But also, if it's just a sexual relationship, it's it's just for sex. If it obviously it turns you off and it makes you uncomfortable, you don't have to keep doing it. Like sex is voluntary, so 
have it, don't have it. Mm. It's completely up to you and what course, you want to do. And of course, the conversation was, oh, do you still have feelings for your ex? That might be something you would, might have to have. Because, you know, mm. I don't know the context of this particular questioner. Um, so, yeah, that might be something you need to talk about considering the context. But, yes. Very, very true. Very, very true. The other one we've got is, uh, again, Stephen, I don't know how much you'd be able to help with this question. <laughs> this person is worried, uh, asking about vibrators and different types of vibrators. Oh, my God. Yeah, look, I don't know if I can compete with vibrators, so I'm out of this one. <laughs> well, You've tagged out. I'll give you a question for you. How do you feel about vibrators? I've had, not me personally, but friends in the past, where guys that they're with have gotten sort of a bit antsy or a bit like um, they don't like them using it because it makes them feel, what's the word, like inadequate, I guess. Mm. I don't think that my girlfriend needs one. I think I am absolutely fine on my own. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, don't, I, I feel like if... Uh, yeah, I've heard these things about how guys actually buy their girlfriends, like, a vibrator as a present. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to really, like... Um, <laughs> I don't want I don't, I don't want to uh, emasculate myself by giving her a vibrator when I can do just fine. But um, What if it enhances the experience? Oh well, yeah, actually, yeah, that's in the that's in the pornos, isn't it? But yeah, I think it'll just stick with in, in the pornos, actually. <laughs> I mean, there's vibrating dick rings, like all that sort yeah, of stuff. You could like you could join, you know. I think there's a whole world out there that you don't know about. Yeah, so maybe not. I think I'm fine. Where I'm going. Though. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, if she's happy with it. You guys yeah. are happy with your sexual relationship. That's fine. Best kinds of vibrators. <laughs> um, I only have one that is like I don't have the. What are they? The sort of dildo-y versions, mm-hmm. just the outside thing. I think that yeah. just sort of in, like gets encompassed with my fascination with um, oral sex as well. But um, there's the bunny ear ones that mm-hmm. people like. Yep. I feel like I think I wish I had a bit more versatility with mine. Um, yeah. And, yeah, again, you can use it with your partner or, like, different. There is, like, there's one so you can put around your finger as well. I haven't used that before, but, like, there's all mm. these weird machines. Well, there's, like, bullets the as well, which... Yeah, tiny little ...do ones. many little things. But there's there's lots of ones that you can do, like, partner, like, not sharing. But, yeah. um, obviously, you would be using it, and then your partner can manipulate that mm. item from afar, which could be very interesting date-wise when you're out in the middle of the night and you're having a nice dinner and just got that going on. That's a bit of a surprise. Um, so there's there's heaps of different ways you can go about things. Obviously, there's also anal play yeah. things as well that you can get into if you're interested in Why that. Not? Start small. Uh, let's let's just say that. Um, if you're ever going to go go down there in the in the butt, <laughs> definitely start. You know start what? There small. are lots of stuff, and I guess you know you don't have to listen to me. Like if you if you want to have um, if you want to spice up your sex life. With, with with the dealer a vibrator or um, or a strap on if you want to get get mm. your peg on by all means yeah. um, you know maybe maybe you guys are probably listening are probably more exciting than I am so by means go for it go for it I tell you what a really good thing to do is if you're thinking about buying a vibrator or whatever me and my friend actually did a late night trip to sexy land um, and just really like went for it around the whole shop like it's huge they've got some crazy things there and even if you don't buy anything it's actually really fun to just go there and like, they're actually super helpful yeah they I, want to they sell it. you the best thing possible for you they yeah. want you to enjoy your sex life 
and they want to enjoy your, your masturbating me time. So <laughs> you should be having fun with yourself. There's costumes you can get as well. Yeah. All sorts of get retro with a DVD porno. Mm, <laughs> I'm mm. not really sure about that. But, you know, yeah, so much stuff you can get. Yes, I definitely, I, I would suggest a, a trip to Sexyland or <laughs> even you can browse, browse online. There's some good places. Make sure they're reputable. Uh, you don't want to be going into the dark corners of the internet uh, with sex things. <laughs> yeah, just just stick to those sites that, that look trustworthy. Because the yeah, dark you don't you don't want you don't want yeah you don't want to yeah. go to the dark places. Oh my god, <laughs> that might happen eventually though. Anyway, with um, it's like that, that sort of YouTube hop, like thing you get down into where you accidentally watch too many like fail videos or something. It's sort of like that, but for like. <laughs> Sex toys. What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Just make sure you clean those sex toys. Before oh yeah, and that's and what after. I want to say with the yeah. butt stuff. Don't put it in the butt and then in back yeah, into the butt. No. That's how UTIs happen, people. Mm, mm. Make sure that the you don't do. You you do assign that. those toys for specific purposes. You yeah. keep them clean, and you make sure any partners that you're using them with know that as well. Yeah, keep keep it clean, and they know what they are. Yeah. They don't know what they are. You can tell them what they are. <laughs> the last thing you want is them being like, oh, yeah, that's that's for this. And then, bang, it's already happened. It's too late. You can't take it back after Oh, that, no. So. Yeah. We don't want that. Make Any sure that you're happening. all informed. <laughs> you may want a trip to sexy land now. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> just all of us. Just let's all go together now. We're all going to film some extras yeah. for the show. <laughs> naughty rude work trip. Let's call it that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's We've got to do some research, guys. It's really important. Nice. All right, we're going to play a song. It's Deep Valley, Royal Jelly. This is a sexy groove, this song. Uh, yeah, I think you guys will really enjoy this one. It's the Naughty Root Show on Sin. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show with Stefan, Katie, and Amaret. And we've actually, uh, I guess we've run out of time, unfortunately. It's been yeah. a very sexy couple of hours. <laughs> um, but, you know, it will continue next week. Listen to the Naughty Root from 8 till 10 p.m. next week on Sin at 9.7 FM. And keep sending in your sexy questions to the naughty show.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And uh, those numbers, um, if you missed the 1 800 respect, the domestic violence and sexual assault hotline, and also Lifeline at 13 11 14 if you need to talk to someone. If you want to keep up with us during the week, you can at us at naughty rude at Twitter um, and also facebook.com forward slash the NR show to keep up with all the naughty rude things. Thanks for having me, guys. My first radio show today. It's been yeah, no really worries. fun. It has been yeah, fun. Yeah, we've had some <laughs> fun times. A few sure. unexpected uh, occurrences, but loved it. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hopefully, you'll be loud and proud next season, too. Yes. Let's do it. Very exciting. Thanks for listening, everyone, and definitely tune in next week. And obviously, ask us questions all through the week. It's available 24 7, the Tumblr. You can listen to The Naughty Rude Show live from 8 to 10 on Sin 90.7 FM. So, so, so skin